My guest, an internationally known minister, struggled with a hidden lust addiction. He struggled for 10 years. He tried every Christian counseling method that was known, even every 12-step program. Nothing worked. Then he got a revelation from God that changed his life forever. This revelation will allow you to tap into the mysteries of God that release all of God's promises. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. My guest, international author, international speaker, minister with a secret sin. You couldn't tell he had this sin because it was an internal sin. He had a sin of sexual lust. He's a man of God. What does he do about it? I can tell you that over 10 years, he went to the best courses available for Christians and could not get free. But then he had a revelation from on high, and he's a free man today. This revelation is so powerful that it will allow you to walk in every promise that you've read about in the Bible, and it will allow you to be empowered over secret sins and public sins. Uh, Jonathan Welton, there's an epidemic of sin, and I think the computer has, uh, you know, computer's neutral, but the computer has opened the door for uh, unbelievable the number of men, Christian men even, that are caught up in pornography, leaders like yourself. Yeah. Uh, tell me some of these statistics. Yeah, definitely. It seems uh, epidemic is a perfect word for it. When we look uh, in my research, what I found is that 82% uh, of Christian men regularly struggle, 82% regularly struggle with viewing pornography or um, when we say regularly we're saying on a weekly to monthly basis this is not a uh, couple times a year fall into something this is an ongoing struggle for a lot of Christian men including leaders yeah I, I think we're almost like ostriches to how serious this problem is yeah some of the other research I found um, 40%, this one startled me, 40% of Christian leaders, uh, we're talking pastors, teachers, authors, 40% during the course of their career will at some point have an affair. That's, that's not a small number, Sid. You know, for me, that's an unbelievable statement. Yeah. I guess because when I came to the Lord, I saw the reality of the devil, and I wouldn't want to give him one inch uh, tell me some more statistics. Uh, this is across the board. I found uh, one that, that showed 88% of successful professional businessmen had had at least one affair. 
Now, a fair is the end of the road. I mean, you start with pornography and maybe a strip club, and, and then you can end up in a fair down the road. 88% of professional businessmen, out of uh, a statistic of a survey of 4,000 people that they looked at, 88% had had at least one affair in their life. It's unbelievable. Okay, you have the problem. <clears throat> You're in ministry. You love God. Yeah. You want to be free. Yeah. You're married. You're happily yeah. married. Yeah. Uh, what did you try to get free? Well, uh, you know, we thought we were happily married and uh, obviously had some issues in the background too. And so for over the course of about 10 years in my life, um, tried reading all the popular books, went to all the seminars, tried 12-step groups, tried kind of everything that's out there uh, at the moment and was not finding freedom, was finding behavior modification uh, where you might have the willpower to say no for a while as you're involved with one of the programs or uh, bouncing your eyes as some of the books say or you know some of the other strategies but not real freedom inside. Uh, well, this, even in psychology, they tell you you will never be free. Right. Uh, in some of the 12-step programs, you, yeah. you come out and you say, I am an alcoholic uh, because psychology tells you you will never be free. So your expectation is zero. Um, uh, so did you at any point in this 10 years trying everything, every Christian program, did you try secular? Uh, not, not secular. I figured if, if we don't have the answer, they probably don't either. Um, but uh, pursued every avenue inside uh, the church that I could find. Um, I finally got to a point where uh, things had, had really what people call rock bottom. And for me, it was, it was time to level with my leadership, be open with my leaders. And, and I took a season off of ministry, actually. You know, I have best-selling best-selling materials of traveling the world and um, and just said this is this is not working this I have to be honest about where I'm at uh, to really deal with issues in my heart and uh, my wife my wife stuck through it all and 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 it's been a transformational from, from season from the time you took this year off yeah. after 10 years of struggling yeah from the time that you got the revelation from God how long did it take to get free? I mean free, I don't mean controlled. I don't mean going around and saying, I am an alcoholic, I am a homosexual, uh, uh, I, I, I have a problem with pornography, and I always will have problems. How long did it take you to get real freedom? I would say it was like a Saul to Paul kind of transformation where uh, Obviously, you have to walk it out, but there was a transformation in a matter of days. That and, and you know what? So, did you hear that? Days. <laughs> in a matter of days. It took 10 years and had the best that Christianity had to offer, and it could not make him free. But the thing that is so amazing, it's actually overpowering to me, that when you learn this, it's not only freedom from bondage, but it's the ability to walk in what the Bible says you're supposed to walk in. Every promise of God will be activated in your life. Don't go away, we'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. 
Sid Roth has found the key to worldwide revival. This is God's time to reach the Jewish people with his love. Messiah Jesus has torn down the wall dividing Jew and Gentile. The two together form one new man to reach the world. God's method to reach the Jewish people is through signs and wonders. This is why our website, SidRoth.org, is jam-packed with tools to equip you to move in signs and wonders, understand Israel, and the Jewish roots of the church. Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return to It's Supernatural! Hello, Sid Roth here with Jonathan Welton. Jonathan, with your public ministry, uh, internationally uh, top-selling author, speaker, uh, why don't you just keep this secret? Why are you coming public with this uh, addiction you had in the lust area? Mm. I remember something that I heard Kimberly Daniels say. She said, if you are ashamed of something, then you're not free of something. And so it's important that we, for real freedom, are able to be honest when we've made mistakes. Now this is something that's, that's far behind me, um, but transparency is of a high value in my life now. And uh, so I have no, uh, no reason not to share for other people to get free as well. Okay, a lot of people that are addicted to pornography and uh, homosexuality and addictions of drugs and mm -hmm. uh, alcohol and, and all of these things, they end up paying a big price. Yeah. They end up losing their marriage. Yeah. Uh, what does your wife think about uh, the new man? Mm. Well, uh, the first few days she was skeptical, um, but she could tell the Lord was doing something. And it was within a matter of of weeks that she began to recognize that I was walking as a new person, that there was a, a transparency, a vulnerability that she had desired in our relationship for years, um, realizing that this cancer had been really taken out from me, this, this cancer of pornography and lust and um, sexual sin had been removed from our relationship, and she began to see the health, the transparency. Tell me just briefly what the revelation was. Well, uh, like we said, like a Saul to Paul trans, uh, transformation is overnight. Uh, like Jesus said, you'll know the truth, the truth will set you free. He didn't say you'll know the truth and you'll have a long process of getting free. Um, so there was a truth that came into my life and the truth for me was my identity. My identity in the Lord, uh, who he sees me as. Who, who Jesus actually thinks that I am. Rather than living under um, my self-perceptions, uh, living under fear of man, living under you know, all, the, all the different pains of life of trying to live well and do right and uh, trying to live up to rules, uh, the Lord actually came in and brought grace into my life and that grace transformed my identity. Well, I have to ask you something. I hear a lot of people teaching grace and they may understand about sin, but they don't talk about it, and it's an unbalanced message as a result. Yeah. Uh, is grace a license to sin because God loves you so much? Mm. So this is the same thing that Paul dealt with in the Romans when he said, shall we go on sinning then? And then he responds, by no means. See, the point of grace is not an excuse to sin. See, grace is an empowerment not to sin. That is. That is powerful. Grace gives you the power to walk away from pornography, to walk away from uh, being an alcoholic. 
I like that. Yeah, I, I, was, I was really hit when I saw this verse the Lord showed me in Titus 2. Uh, verse 11, it says, the grace of God has appeared and brought salvation. And that's the grace most of us know about, basic salvation kind of grace. Uh, but the next verse goes on and it says, a grace that teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, to have a, a grace that empowers us to say no. That Titus 2.12, grace empowers you to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. Gluttony would be a part of worldly passions, a desire for food. Uh, briefly, explain to me what grace is from your perspective. What mm. is grace? I think, I think grace is uh, something that empowers us to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit called self-control. Self-control, typically, we, we think of it as rules and regulations, uh, when in reality, it's the power that I'm in charge of me. I'm the one who tells me yes or no. I'm the one who runs my life. The Holy Spirit has given me that fruit, and grace is what empowers that to operate in my life. What about being something, a workaholic, even if it's good work? Mm. Uh, how does grace fit into that? Well, again, I think one of the big parts of grace uh, that comes in with the Holy Spirit is also um, rest. We understand from, from reading like the book of Genesis, Adam's created on the sixth day, and on the seventh day, he rests with God. It's the first revelation of who he has uh, as God as his Father, that they rest together before they work. That there's, there's that element of grace that brings in rest into your life, rather than working and striving all the time so very hard. So, so your identity then, and we'll talk about this later, is not what you do for God. Your worth is not what you do for God. And that's, I think most, yeah. most people think, well, if I can just do more for God, He'll love me more. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And they may never put it in those words, but that is a subtle message that creeps in over, over years of trying to perform. When God, He came for us, He demonstrated His love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. You know, I'm reminded of my own life here. I'm, I'm Jewish. Uh, I, Jesus is only a curse word for me. Uh, and I recognized I was involved in sin. I cried out to God, a simple two-word prayer, Jesus, help. And I went to bed so fearful I didn't want to live. And the next morning, my room was flooded with love, liquid love. What did I do for it? Jonathan, what did I do for it? Nothing. What did he do for it? Everything. Boom, some light bulbs are going on. Don't go away. Wait till you find out more on this revelation. Be right back. Look in the mirror. What do you see? Do you see someone without hope? A person riddled with problems, burdened by challenges, battling addictions, beaten down by issues too great to overcome? Or do you see yourself as God sees you, an overcomer, fully healed, a living, breathing, walking miracle? We will be back with more of It's Supernatural in just a moment. 
Call now and get Jonathan Welton's empowering book, Eyes of Honor, and his life-changing two-part audio CD teaching series, Power of Identity. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9141. These two resources are the resources that I know I was looking for for about 10 years. I looked at all the different models and seminars and teachings that were out there and was not finding the freedom that I desired in my life. Jonathan Welton wants to mentor you and pass on to you the impartation he received so you can be set free and fulfill your God-given purpose and destiny. Through these two resources, you will fully understand the root of the problem that holds you and others you know in bondage to sin. Find out two foundational principles that will help you walk in total freedom from sin. Learn how to be set free from anger, eating disorders, lust, sexual sin, pornography, and addictions of all kinds. See yourself through the eyes of God. Receive an impartation to walk in supernatural power and love of God. Don't miss out on getting Jonathan Welton's empowering book, Eyes of Honor, and his life-changing two-part audio CD teaching series, Power of Identity. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9141. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9141 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Jonathan Welton, an internationally known speaker, a best-selling author, a Christian minister, 10 years a secret sin, addicted to lust. I'm speaking to people, men and women, that are addicted to many things, I'm speaking to men and women right now that want to see the promises of God activated in their life. Jonathan Welton understands. He was there. He was in a hopeless situation, but God gave him a revelation. Tell me what this new person that you have become is like. Uh, describe to me this new identity, what it looks like. Mm. One of the key things in my struggle over those 10 years, um, as I kept reading things and going to seminars and, and trying to find freedom, uh, a lot of the way that it's approached, uh, even in the Christian realm, is kind of like a battle. You know, like it's, it's every man's battle. It's men against women. It's, it's, you know, those immodest women out there, they're the problem. and. Uh, and I, I found that that's not the struggle. The struggle is an identity crisis within man, uh, within men especially. Uh, women have their own identity crisis as well, but I'll just talk personally. Um, what I found for me is that uh, a lot of what has been taught is that men are predators, that men, even even Christian man, deep in his heart, that lust is, is uh, predatory in nature. And yet, God has created us as protectors, not as predators. Uh, you know, he gave me a picture, the Lord showed me this picture of, uh, of a man who he walks into a museum and it's a beautiful art museum with beautiful paintings on the wall. And if, if he was trained the way that our society has trained men to say, you're a predator, he'd walk in and he'd rip every painting off the wall and he'd try to take it home and steal it. And that's the way that lust operates. That's the way pornography operates. You go in, you take the beauty, you steal it for yourself. When in reality, God has created men as protectors of beauty. 
And a lot of these uh, ways that men have been taught, even in the Christian circles, has been to avoid the beauty of women. Don't look at them. Don't, you know, don't look them in the eye. If they're beautiful, look away. Well, it's almost the Muslim uh, thing of, of yeah. just cover yourself, the woman, so that a man won't even be able to look at her. That is all yeah. self. Where is God in that? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's not helping those men either. Obviously, you go and cover them up and, and they still have lust and they still have rape in those countries. So it's not the answer. Um, but God created certain things that are beautiful. He created mountains and hills. He created uh, infants. He created beautiful women. And he's created men as protectors. So in reality, he showed me the picture a second time. He said, if you understood your identity as a protector, you would go and you'd stand in front of the painting and cross your arms and stand there as a guard. Hmm. See, that's really our calling as men is not to avoid the beauty of women, not to look away and be so shameful and beat ourselves up as much as to understand our identity as a protector, to stand in between, to stand in that place and say, you know, you see a beautiful woman at the gas station, Lord bless her, protect her, keep her safe, help her understand her identity. You know, those are the things that come out of my heart now. Rather than fighting my heart, the identity change, that revelation of who I am, what, changed what comes out now. What is your favorite scripture? Mm. I, I love Romans 5:17, where it talks about there are those who've received an abundance of grace, the, the gift of righteousness, and that they will reign in life. See, I don't believe, Sid, that we're just to reign in heaven after we die. I believe that, that Christ bought victory, that Jesus bought victory on the cross for us, that he wasn't just uh, here to, to forgive us, but to actually win us power over sin. And so that, that reigning in life that comes from grace, it brings us into a place that we can, we can then rest in our identity in Him. And we can, I, I think of it as the three R's. It used to be reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's supposed to be ruling, reigning, and resting. I like that. Uh, but let me ask you this. You knew a lot of this. Ten, you know, how many years were you in ministry total? Uh, I'd say about seven. Then how should we be seeing ourselves? Most people see themselves based on, and they evaluate, what did I do today? I think mm. naughty or nice. Yeah, yeah, some days are good, some days are bad, right. and it's all performance-based. When in reality, when we, when we start to understand the message of the gospel, the true message at its core, is that not just that you're a dirty, rotten sinner, the way that some say, the reality is, the message of the gospel is that you're worth dying for. That's the message of Jesus, is that you are worth dying for. And that was a huge revelation in my life, is that you know, God is not angry with me. He saw that I was in, in a trap. He saw that I was in a struggle. And he said, Jonathan is worth dying for. And what, that's how God would, sees us. What would you say to a wife that's about ready to leave her husband because she's been told by his psychiatrist he'll always be addicted, but maybe he can control uh, his, his pornography uh, vice? Mm. What would you say to her? I'd say that there's hope. I would say that there's hope because that's not the answer to just try and control sin. Jesus didn't come for behavior modification. He came to actually empower us for freedom. There's a truth that will set your husband free. 
And I don't believe that, that the answer is just through changing behavior, but through changing the identity at the core. Did you hear Jonathan? This is what he's saying to you. You have worth. You have value. Before you knew God, he hunted you down. And if you don't know him, you're watching me right now because he desperately wants to come and live inside of you. But understand there is a revelation to walk in freedom. There's something more for you. And Jonathan, would you pray that people, well, you have an anointing for this, that people will have this revelation from God right yeah. now. I just want to pray over you right now. Lord, I release that grace that you released into my life, that grace of identity, that grace that empowers to say no to sin, that grace that empowers to say yes to what the Lord says I should be doing in my life, walking after him, walking like him. Uh, Lord, I, I ask for your people right now that you would break off the powers of fear, the powers of insecurity, the powers of addiction, the, the powers of lust, uh, drugs, alcohol, and, and that your grace would fill the heart, the, the crack in every heart that is hurting, that people wouldn't chase after pleasure to take care of the pain in their life, but Lord, that your grace and your new identity would fill every viewer from top to bottom. In Jesus' name. I believe this is the beginning, but some of you, you need a beginning before that. You need to make Jesus your Messiah and Lord. And need is the operative word. He died for your sins. Believe it. He rose from the dead. Believe it. He's seated at the right hand of God the Father. Believe it. If you with your mouth tell him that you love him, that you ask him to forgive you of sins, that you are clean, then ask him to live inside of you and be your Lord. Look in the mirror. What do you see? Do you see someone without hope? A person riddled with problems, burdened by challenges, battling addictions, beaten down by issues too great to overcome? Or do you see yourself as God sees you, an overcomer, fully healed, a living, breathing, walking miracle? We will be back with more of It's Supernatural in just a moment. Call now and get Jonathan Welton's empowering book, Eyes of Honor, and his life-changing two-part audio CD teaching series, Power of Identity. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9141. These two resources are the resources that I know I was looking for for about 10 years. I looked at all the different models and seminars and teachings that were out there and was not finding the freedom that I desired in my life. Jonathan Welton wants to mentor you and pass on to you the impartation he received so you can be set free and fulfill your God-given purpose and destiny. Through these two resources, you will fully understand the root of the problem that holds you and others you know in bondage to sin. Find out two foundational principles that will help you walk in total freedom from sin. Learn how to be set free from anger, eating disorders, lust, sexual sin, pornography, and addictions of all kinds. See yourself through the eyes of God. Receive an impartation to walk in supernatural power and love of God. 
Don't miss out on getting Jonathan Welton's empowering book, Eyes of Honor, and his life-changing two-part audio CD teaching series, Power of Identity. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9141. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9141 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, I'm going to take you back 2,000 years in time to capture the great debate between Jews who believed in Jesus as Messiah and Jews who did not. I have selected the best Orthodox Jewish rabbi challenging the best Messianic Jewish scholar in the country. Wait till you eavesdrop on this fiery, amazing family feud.